this episode of Rock Down South, we sit down with the Ides of June. We talk all about their brand new album, so you definitely don't want to miss this one. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go. Hey, this is Dusty from the Ides of June, and you're listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with Dusty Huggins from the Southern Rock Band, The Ides of June. And I was super excited to talk to these guys. Not only do they have great tunes, but they're actually from our backyard here in Atlanta. So, of course, I'm going to have a little soft spot for them and any other band from Georgia. But Dusty and I talk all about how the band started, how they got their name, and an interesting Southern Rock bluesy sound that has a little psychedelics thrown into it. We talk all about the band's brand new album titled Rising Tide and discuss some of my favorite tracks from it. So without further ado, here's the show. Dusty, what's up, man? How you doing today? Good, brother. Just just got in from hard day's work. Excited to sit down and talk with you. How are you, sir? Hey, man, I'm doing fantastic. Really glad to have you on today. Uh, excited to talk about uh, some Southern Rock and the new album and everything. Hell yeah, that's what we're here for. Appreciate it. Yes, yes. So the Ides of June, your band, you, you sing lead vocals for it, right? I do. I am blessed to have two other amazing vocalists in the band. So uh, Eli and Alex both play lead guitar while I play the bass. But they also, Eli sings lead on two songs and then Alex sings lead on about three something like that so we mix it up a pretty good bit and try to show off the whole band's um talents oh that's cool so three different singers in the band i was wondering about that because i was hearing some different vocals when i was listening to the album that's cool yeah it is it's almost like if i write it if i wrote the music to it then i get first shot at uh you know hey i want to sing this one but um some songs fit other people better and like uh, one of the songs that I had written, like just playing the bass line and singing it was hard. So I said, Alex, why don't you take this one? And uh, it's worked out. You know, I I really if I go see a band and they have multiple vocalists, I'm like, Damn, and they're, you know, good vocalists. Then I I'm pretty impressed. So I think it's, uh, it's trying to just show off everybody's everybody's different um, vocal talents and all that good stuff. And I can't remember if it was on the album or not, but do you guys have many three-part harmony setups on songs? Uh, yeah, during some choruses, um, definitely. Eli and um, Alex are uh, amazing vocalists, and I typically will sing the root, and they'll do harmonies over it because I do sing the majority of, I guess, the hooks or the choruses. But then, like, there's a big, there's a song, Catch Me Like Water, we did, and it's probably got 10-part harmonies. <laughs> they just went crazy <laughs> on it. And I was like, they would be like, okay, that's enough. And I'm like, no, more, sing more. And then they would do another harmony. Uh, we actually had my, Alex's wife, Michelle, sing on it, too. So we were just at the house late one night and just kept throwing more and more and more vocals on it. And it turned out really good. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And so I was excited to talk to you because it's not every day I talk to an Atlanta-based band. Yeah, man, we are out of Atlanta. Um, I, I, myself and two other members, I'm from uh, North Georgia, Blairsville, Hiawassee area. And then 
the drummer and the guitarist, Nick and Alex, are actually brothers, and they're both from Blue Ridge. So uh, we, us three, hail from, you know, the Appalachian Mountains and then um, all met at Young Harris College some many, many years ago and then ended up in Atlanta and in a band together. And, and Eli, he's from Buford, Georgia. So so a bunch of North Georgia boys that are in Atlanta um, playing some rock and roll for a bigger crowd down here, you know? Yeah, and you mentioned, I think, earlier before the show that you had a connection to another Huggins that I know. I do. J.D. Huggins is my first cousin. We grew up together, um, Nashville-based musician, uh, Angels and Outlaws, signed with Struggle Jennings, uh, super proud of the work he's doing. But yeah, he's uh, we're super tight. He's been there with me. I actually didn't pick up, start playing music until about 10 years ago, and he's been there in my corner rooting me on. Um, recommending tearing me down when he needs to all that good stuff so we're super close we've had we spent christmas and easter and everything together you could think of one of those super tight-knit southern families so yeah jd love him uh and i saw him he was on your podcast and i was like shit i need to hit this guy up and see if i can get on there <laughs> yeah we love jd he's uh, super talented and i love his music and uh i'm glad we could get you on that's awesome and uh, like I mentioned, awesome having an Atlanta band on here. Uh, there's only a few of them that I've talked to in the past. And it seems like Atlanta needs to have a resurgence in terms of the hometown music that's coming out of here. Because we've just got so many people, got a lot of people to like music, but not nearly enough acts coming out of here. Yeah, you know, and it's really uh, me being in the scene for about a I would say a decade almost or eight years of playing out. And there's a lot of talent out there. It's just getting in front of it and finding it. And I, I run across it because I'm playing with those bands, but yeah, it's a big, you know, it used to be a big Mecca for Southern rock and black crows. And, you know, you still got blackberry smoke. You don't see them much, but as far as like, you know, it's a hip, it seems to be everybody wants to hear hip hop or EDM or hardcore, you know, every, they've all got their little um, or big followings, but we need, you know, good old fashioned rock and roll, a big, a big push for that. And, and I would love to see it, you know, I mean, if we're an Atlanta rock band, that's what we're trying to do. It's just getting the word out. It ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope to uh, you know make Atlanta, you know, the uh, mecca for maybe Southern rock in the future. That that'd be my dream. If Atlanta Hell. is known for the being the mecca for Southern rock, because we get so many great bands like you just mentioned, the Blackberry Smoke, Black Crows that came out of here. That uh, we really should be, you know, waving that flag a little bit more. Without a doubt, we're um, you know, I mean, even though it's Bacon, that's Almond Brothers, you know, I mean, we 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 claim them, even though it is there. I mean. Georgia is such a great place for music in general for many, many, many decades. And I feel like it's kind of, you know, well, a little not it's not as in the forefront with rock and roll and more, you know, I guess, instrumental music for hip hop. I think we're still killing it. Uh, I don't really follow it as much. You know, I'm more of an old school outcast uh, kind of guy and don't really follow it near as much anymore. But. Yeah, it's kind of the the front runner, you know. A lot of people love it. It's great, but I like to hear some blaring guitars and 
thumping bass lines. So how did the band actually come together? Did you guys know each other for years? How did you guys, you know, link up? So I'm the only founding member left in the band. So 2012, my mother passed and I decided that, you know, life's too short. What do I want to do with my, you know, what is most important to me? And I decided it was play music and my best friend clay mcconnell me and him literally sat there for two years learning how to play and then dropped an album and it's it could have probably been a little tighter and a little better but for two years I'm, i think it's pretty decent but later on i ended up snapchatting alex who's in the band and said hey man uh, we're playing the earl my bassist quit today and uh, we're not gonna have one of those but if you want to come come check it out and he came He's like, man, I could have set up a bass for you. And I didn't know how incredibly talented he was. And I was like, shit, you don't know our music. How are you going to sit in and play? And he's classic or he's he's got his masters. He's great. He knows he studies and knows and can pick up stuff really quick. So anyways, I, I ended up getting him to play bass. He was amazing. I was like, hey, I'll move to bass. You play guitar, stay in the band. So from there, we got his brother, Nick, um, to join the band um, after one of our drummers uh was actually kicked out of the band and then um clay the guy that started the band with me had to um move to arizona so that's when we picked up eli too eli had set in on drums he's uh he's a front man for a band named the warsaw clinic out of atlanta and we had played with him a lot and he's just an amazing vocalist and guitarist too and i was like we were tight we were buddies we hung out quite a bit i was like man you need to need to join the ides hang it and um and so over, I would say we started, I'd say Nick and Eli joined four years ago-ish, something like that. And then almost immediately we started writing this album. And this album is one that everyone here that is in the band had a hand in. So, so long story long there for you. <laughs> That's awesome. My condolences about your mother passing a um, uh, decade ago. That's a... I know that always sticks with people. It does. It's actually, so she actually um, passed from suicide and um, it was on June 15th, but I, I was not aware that the odds of June was actually June 13th. I thought it was the 15th, just like March. And then the following year, my brother got in a car wreck on the odds of June. And then the next year, something even happened and we were trying to come up with a band name. And my friend Clay was like, what about the odds of June? So, um, actual band name was inspired by, and me playing was inspired by mom. So it's a, it's a ode to her. And, um, you know, uh, we, we play, uh, American foundation for suicide prevention. They have a party for prevention. We try to give back however we can to support mental health. So it's a big, a big topic for everyone in the band. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing things like that. And, you know, my condolences about your mother, but it's really great to see you guys turning things around uh, for a positive aspect and, you know, naming the band, having some meaning behind it. And that was one of my other questions, but I'm glad you brought that up. So we, now we know the meaning of the band. That's great. Yeah, brother. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it. It does definitely mean something to keep representing it. And the people that know it are like, yeah, great, you know, keeping the spirit of it and it's, you know, you can't say anything. It, it does suck, but what do you do when something's bad? You know, all you can do is try to uh, make it into whatever positivity you can. And 
um, help other people that are going through the same thing you've been through. Yeah. And so one of the things I like about you guys is you guys are, you know, straightforward, you know, Southern rock, got that bluesy influence in there, a little bit of psychedelic in there as well. But uh, I like your sound, man. Obviously, you guys probably had, you know, Skinner and some of these other guys as an influence, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I think you nailed it on the head what I would like to say we are. And that is, you know, heavily blues influence, Southern rock with some psychedelia in there. You know, I'm uh, Skinner is one of my favorite bands of all time. I'd say top five. Uh, Alex and Nick are hugely influenced by um, the Almond Brothers. Um, and then Eli is a huge ZZ Top fan. And we all also like all of those bands, but we all have somebody that's our favorite that was, you know, a Southern rock influence. And yeah, we try to hit all of those. Uh, my, you know, the, the psychedelic part, like our first album, I think there was a little more psychedelic influences in there. And I'm just a huge Black Keys fan and a bunch of their older stuff had a lot of cool psychedelic bridges. So we've tried to keep, keep that portion in the band because it's just a great, you know, creative, something to throw in there to spice up a, a song yeah what i liked about you guys like i mentioned is the rock and roll aspect you guys definitely have a lot of guitar solos and things but um it doesn't get too jam band especially for my taste i'm not a huge as much as i like rock and roll i'm not a huge jam band person i think i maybe only have enough attention span for you know songs that are of a certain length uh so <laughs> i don't know maybe that's just me or was that something it's you guys are thinking about too I mean, we definitely have some longer solos. We have def uh, like Mercy on our last album. I think it's the song's five minutes, but the solo's three minutes. Uh, we are trying to, what we're trying to do is really consider how long it's going to be. But if it's going to add to the song, then we try to not worry about length because, you know, we think like Rising Tide off the albums, I think it's close to six or seven minute song but it's supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be a crescendo small and then get big, but I'm with you. I'm not a huge jam band guy either. I like a good guitar solo and it's even better live. I've always said like Billy Gibbons is about the only one that I can hear play for five minutes straight and not get bored. <laughs> Cause it's hard, man. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not a big jam band man myself, but done tastefully and for the right length of time, it's perfect. No, I, I like what you guys are doing. Five minutes is nothing. I mean, you talk about jam bands, the widespreads, and, you know, we're talking, you know, 14-minute songs, you know, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. and more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need some psychedelic help on that one in a live show if I'm going to be watching a 14-minute song. <laughs> that's not Freebird, right? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, that's funny. So let's talk about the new album coming out August 11th. Rising Tide is, I believe, the title, right? You are correct, sir. Rising Tide. It is our third full-length LP, 10 songs, and uh, we're excited about it. Dropping August 11th. Yeah, and I got the chance to listen to the whole thing, and you know, I really enjoyed it. And Like I said, a lot of good guitar solos. You guys change it up in there a little bit. Um, let me see what my notes are. Yeah, some of the songs I liked were, uh, I liked Essential. I like that one. That, one's, that one sounds really good. It's got a fun solo uh lion seek was really cool it was a little bit darker I yeah a little that. darker a little more psychedelic on that one too 
Yeah, rising. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say Rising Tide has a nice build to it and, you know, awesome solo to that. That was when we were trying to do uh, like Freebird or Stairway to Heaven. We were like, let's start it out really light and then end up big with Rising Tide is what, what the, the goal was. So I'm glad glad you said that we had a good build to that one. And uh, yeah, Tearing Seams, I like that one. It has a really cool slide guitar to it and those chunky riffs. Yeah, Alex kills that one. He He actually wrote that one. And then I was like, hey, man, you care if I write the lyrics to this one? Because I want to, like, write about my childhood. And he was like, no, go for it. And I was, I loved it. I loved it, too. And that was a really sweet uh, slide lick that Alex came up with. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Truth or Dare might be the heaviest on the album, uh, heaviest song. I like that one a lot, too. You know your music, sir. You, you, you hit all the nails on the head there. Yeah, Nick actually worked or I wrote Truth or Dare. It's in drop D, and uh, it's definitely the heavier. It makes you want to drive fast if you're listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then uh, let's circle back to uh, Essential, the first one that I mentioned. Really cool guitar solo on that one. I like that. And that one's pretty upbeat. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. One of our former members, Matt Bruno, he's always he's always hated on Essential. And I'm like, dude, I love that song. It's a great song. It's like, it's kind of, to me, the opening riff is kind of like got an ACDC thing to it, a little more laid back. And yeah, it's got a great guitar riff. It's got all three, me, Eli, and Alex. It's the only song we all three sing a verse. So Alex sings the first verse. We all split the chorus. I sing the second verse, split the chorus, and then Eli sings a verse. So that will ever do that again. And we were questioning whether we should, but it's like, you know, let's show off ever. It would be a cool song to do live where it's, we all take a turn singing so yeah it was it was a fun one to record and then the other one i mentioned lion seek which was on the darker side i like that had maybe even like a little bit of maybe it was it should i say allison chains kind of influence I don't, I don't know no i mean it's got those harmonies you're talking about too like the lion seek the chorus harmonies you can't hear them that good or you probably can but there was like we worked on the alex and eli worked on those harmonies for an hour or two probably and this was in the studio at east atlanta recording and i was just singing the the main part but it's it's pretty much they're doing the same thing but harmonized uh but yeah it's got that really hot they do that really kind of uh darker harmony um they could tell you whether it's thirds fourths fifths all of that good stuff i'm not i'm not as um in tune with um theory as they are but also when I wrote that song, you know, it's like, do, 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 do. I was seeing it being like a really upbeat tune. And then it turned out not to be that. I mean, it's got, it's upbeat, I guess, but upbeat and dark. But uh, Eli decided to play his part in Drop D. So it's like super dark and pretty chuggy. So you never know when you write a song, it could go, you bring it to the band and you just let it be what it's going to be. And um, I'm really proud of what it turned out to be. The bridge is cool. It's a, it's a, got a cool keyboard bridge there that that we worked on pretty hard. So, yeah, super stoked about that, that one, too. I think I worry that it's maybe too dark or something. And it's like <clears throat> that's the that's the one riff that comes like stays in my head all the time. So I know that's got to be a good sign. <laughs> no, definitely not too dark. You know, I like to have some variety in the albums I listen to. So I liked it. Cool. Appreciate it, man. So his next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. 
So first question, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? What would I tell my 21-year-old self? Um, probably to slow down and enjoy the ride more instead of being caught up and worried about everything and, you know, the future and where am I going and all of that. You can't prepare for everything and don't know what's coming. So take it as it comes. It's a good answer. Next question. What are you drinking lately? And if you don't drink alcohol, it can be anything refreshing you like to drink. I have a Corona light in my hand right now. That's pretty much my go-to. Nice. On, on Tuesdays, I, end, I either have that or if I'm drinking a uh, liquor drink, it's a Moscow Mule. So those are the go-tos. There's Natty and Yingling in the fridge right now for, for when I'm feeling cheap. So um, that's, that's the typical Huggins House drinks. <laughs> nice. I like it. And so, as you know, this is Rock Down South. So, what is something, or maybe a couple things that come to mind, that you love about the South? Uh, family, anything fried, specifically probably fried okra. Accents, I know I've got one. Um, and Southern hospitality, you know, I think that in today's times, we're all fighting and arguing and... <clears throat> driving on 285, shooting each other birds, being assholes, and our moms and grandmas and everybody raised us better. We should be good to each other and have Southern hospitality all the time. Whenever we're around people, when we're not around people, just just represent what we're, what we're supposed to, uh, what we claim to be representing, I guess. I like it. Good answers. Thank you, brother. Well, thank you so much, Dusty, for being a part of the show today. Where can people find and connect with you guys online? So we're on all social media, Instagram, at the Ides of June, Facebook, at, at the Ides of June, and then our website, www.theidesofjune.com. So, yeah, YouTube, too. We got a YouTube page, the Ides of June. So we greatly appreciate the plug, and, um, and we appreciate you having us on, sir, um, very much so. All right. And we got the album coming out August 11th. And I believe you have an album release party on the 12th here in Atlanta, right? Smith's old bar. Yeah. We're down in the Atlanta room with a badass band named the pinks, another band that everyone should check out. And then wet jeans, our good buddies. They're amazing. Amazing too. So it should be a good night of music. Yeah. Yeah. And any uh, touring plans for later in the year? Well, um, my wife and I are expecting a baby in September, so we are taking a few months off. We're going to play the album release, and then I think we got a show, show in Rome, Georgia, and then we're booking some stuff, you know, like coming or local, but we're going to wait until we get too far from home since, uh, since we're going to have old baby Huggins in the house. Congratulations, man. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had an absolutely fantastic time chatting with Dusty. He's a super great guy, and I absolutely love the Ides of June and can't wait to catch a live show here pretty soon. So make sure you go follow the Ides of June on all of their social media pages and check out the brand new album titled Rising Tide. You can find all our content at rockdownsouth.com. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Leave us a five-star review if you can, 
we would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time. Thank you.